And welcome back to Freight Waves Now. And earlier this month, Alan Adler reported on a fire at a Nikola plant, which involved the destruction of a few of its trucks. And arson was, was named as possibly the cause of it. But now he reports another truck is ignited, suggesting the previous fire wasn't arson. And of course, leads to more possible predictions of perhaps a little bit more uh, recalls and uh, rather bugs in the matter uh, before all of these new electric trucks may become mainstream uh, on the roads. And Alan joins us now here. About it, Alan. First off, let's talk just about just the the initial incident itself, and now how this has kind of well, obviously shaken things up a little bit at Nikola. Now that you've got a truck that can get on fire. Yeah. Okay. So June twenty third, guys, um, we had a fire of unknown origin uh, burned about five Nikola trucks that were in Phoenix at the uh, company headquarters. Um, Nikola at the time came out and said they thought that. Foul play might be involved uh, because they had said a vehicle had been seen leaving the area uh, shortly after the early morning fire. Um, fire officials have not completed an investigation yet, but they have not found anything that suggests arson in terms of an accelerant or anything like that. The, the part of the reason that the foul play could have been suspected was that Nicola, a couple of weeks earlier, had laid off you know 300 workers, and you know that could be. A potential cause, I guess. Um, now, what we've got is on Sunday, one of the trucks that was burned in that original fire reignited uh, on its own. Now, the truck had been being watched. They were keeping a close eye on it. It was in a, in a special area, that sort of thing. So the fire was extinguished quickly. But what happens when a battery uh, system is compromised is that it can sort of catch on fire by itself without getting into technical details here. Um, but but eff effectively, that's what happened. And what we speculated yesterday, and this is partly because of my background and doing safety at General Motors for over a dozen years, is that you typically have to tell the Federal Safety Agency, NHTSA, what's going on. You need to sort of either file a defect report or at least keep them informed. So when we asked Nicola that question yesterday, they came back and said, uh, you know, didn't really address that directly. And they were right because you don't want to repeat a negative. But at the same time, they said, you know, we'll we'll do the next thing when we know what's really happening, when we have discovered a root cause. So what's going on right now is that there had been um, speculation or reporting, actually, from Electric uh, shortly after the first fire that said there's a battery defect in the batteries that are coming over or were coming over from Romeo Power. Nicholas subsequently bought that company uh, so that it could keep the batteries coming. Uh, Nicholas said, no, none of the batteries that have a defect made their way into our trucks. Um, we'll see how that plays out over time and whether, in fact, there is a NHTSA uh, you know, filing that, that comes up. And we, we would know that when they post them. Um, typically, companies won't talk about it before they do it. But um, the speculation in this case, you know, that Nikola wasn't very happy about that. They said, oh, it's spe just speculation. But in this case, I think it's informed speculation. Of course, Alan, with all this speculation, does this push any timelines back? Does this put anything on pause? I know we're still a long ways away from certain, you know, large launches and things like that. But what does this do for all of that? Well, Nicholas said in May um, that they would stop regular production, uh, or excuse me, two things. First, they said they were going to pause regular production while they retooled their assembly line in Coolidge, Arizona, to make both battery electric and fuel cell electric trucks. Then in May, they said, you know what, we're going to stop making uh regular production of battery electric trucks and do it on a build-to-order basis only. 
as we will concentrate now on fuel cell trucks, which is uh, they go into production this quarter. So basically what you've got is you had a lot of inventory of battery electric trucks, didn't sell as well as expected. So they're trying to whittle that down, get those into converted, convert them into actual sales, retail sales. And so they don't really need any more battery electric trucks right now. I don't know exactly what kind of um, shadow, if you will, this battery issue places over that, but they're not gonna be building a lot of battery electric trucks anyway. The supplier of batteries for the fuel cell electric truck is Proterra, a different supplier. So um, you can't imagine that the issues uh, would, would you know, repeat. And I will tell you that I just saw the Proterra uh, battery line uh, in South Carolina a few weeks ago. And I can tell you that the laser welding, which is suspect in in the uh, Romeo case, um, is is pretty slick um, at Proterra. I'm no, en- I'm no engineer or anything, but I was impressed by what I saw there. Good stuff there as well. So this also points to the larger question of, obviously, as EVs become uh, more, and we get ready for those large launches and moving out there, um, normally when we see even a, a car uh, from any car maker will come out in a new series of car, somebody, the, the general thought that I've heard is, wait till the second version comes out because they got to get the bugs out of the first version. So right. now that we're looking at EVs and starting to see some of these issues in terms of trucks, does that extend the timeline for everyone in terms of where we think we might be seeing large launches of trucks in the, in the near future? Well, let me let me take on that first sort of uh, axiom, if you will, of, of buying an, a new car or a new truck, and that is that they're under warranty. So if there's going to be sort of early life issues with a vehicle, be it a car or a truck, it's going to be handled. It's going to be spotted early. And, you know, so what we're seeing are some, uh, you know, process issues. We've seen one or two that are out and out, you know, just supplier issues with electric trucks. And so when I wrote last week about sort of the number growing in, in terms of the number of recalls, there's still very small numbers because there's very small numbers of electric trucks being built. Um, I don't think it's a, a major cause of concern. I think it, it really suggests that these guys are on top of this stuff and getting it reported early. Um, you know, we have, as I said, we've seen some dozens and some hundreds of, of recalls, but it's not something where there's been any injuries or any accidents or any, any crashes involved. Um, so I think we need to sort of accept this as part of a uh, part of an industry that is growing. And uh, it's just, it's part of the par for the course, I guess. And Alan, I have a sneaking suspicion that we'll hear from you again later on this week around truck tech and other stories like that. Do you have any sneak peeks as to what you're going to be including or some of your upcoming guests for your show? Uh, on Wednesday, we'll um, catch up with Don Burnett from Kodiak Robotics and Brett Suma from uh, uh, Loadsmith. Uh, you may remember last month they announced that uh, Loadsmith will be purchasing 800 uh, uh, autonomous driving systems from Kodiak. This is a pretty big deal. It's the biggest one we've seen announced thus far in, in terms of you know actually getting ready for truly driverless trucks. This will be starting around the end of 2025. And so we'll bring both of them on the show, uh, catch up with what's happening with their arrangement. We, we reported it out pretty significant, pretty substantially, but I think there's plenty to catch up with, with them. So that'll be Wednesday's show this week. Sounds good there, Alan. One more question real quick on the, on the Nicholas side of things. In terms of how they're moving forward with this, obviously, Got to get to the bottom of this as first, but do you see any, or have they mentioned if they're perhaps going to make any major changes given the fact that obviously this has now happened, let's say effectively once, but conceivably twice now with these trucks? 
Well, I think I think we've got to give them the opportunity to finish the investigation. So a month ago was the original fire. Um, this incident occurred on Sunday afternoon. So I think they're you know they're working uh, the way they put it as diligently as they can, both with their engineering team and with a third party contractor to get to the root cause. Um, hard to say exactly when that will uh, be determined. Um, I think it'll come up, obviously, as will many, many things on the earnings call on August fourth. So um, I imagine that you know we'll learn we'll learn more then. I, I know they don't like the speculation around a possible safety defect, um, but I think we were uh, perfectly <laughs> kind of within our rights to raise it. So awesome, Alan! Thanks yes. so much for joining us today and getting some light on this latest Nicola issue. We'll be sure to check in with you again and looking forward to your episode coming out tomorrow. All right. Thanks, guys. Good stuff there as well. We'll take a short break. Come back. Lots more show coming up after this. <laughs> 